everybody into God's house this morning. It's wonderful to be in the house of the Lord. We got a great crowd this morning. Uh, I want to welcome everyone. I want to welcome all our visitors. And we got some family that's visiting this morning. And uh, personally, I want to say welcome to them too. Glad our family's gotten to be with us this morning and is visiting. And uh, glad to have everybody. We had a good Sunday school class this morning. Uh, Lord blessed us real good. And uh, I want to I want to thank the church. Uh, Linda and I have been on a sabbatical and. Uh, Y'all blessed us to do that, and uh, it was wonderful, wasn't it? And we're glad to be home, uh, Linda said, and I say amen to that. We had such a good time. Uh, we watched the live stream. The church just blessed us, had such good meetings, and we thank the Lord for the live stream and appreciate the whole church. Appreciate our deacons for taking care of things while we were gone. Appreciate our young preachers for preaching, uh, the choir for singing. Well, we just, we just, we had a, we had a great time. But here's how she feels, and here's how I feel. I want to read you a verse out of the Bible. The 122nd Psalm, verse 1. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. I had a wonderful time. I, I think I needed the downtime, but I'm so glad to be here this morning. I could not express how wonderful it is to be in the Lord's house. And so... Uh, before we turn over the choir, uh, Brother Jeremy said he had an announcement he was asked to make, and so I'm going to turn over to him, let him make the announcement, and after that, well, I'll turn over to the choir. Brother Jeremy. I was asked to reiterate uh, how thankful we were for our, our young preachers taking care of these services for us. They did a, a mighty fine job, and we're extremely blessed to have them. Uh, but it's really good to have our pastor back, and I was asked to start us in a round of applause for him.
34. 34.
and I'm going there someday. That's my long home. I'm going there someday, but I'm so thankful to be here.
have the choir come down and we'll turn it over to Brother Terry. It's good to be here. What a great spirit here this morning. Glad I can feel heaven in my soul. And uh, like the songs I've been singing about, I'm, I'm glad I've got a time and a place. I can tell you the time, take you to the place. Uh, well, I'm just glad I'm saved by the grace of God. To tell you how he did it, I can't explain that. But I know he did it by his marvelous grace. It's sure good to be here this morning. And uh, got a great crowd, and, and like I said, glad to have all our visitors, and glad to have our family that's with us this morning. Uh, I'm just, I've just been praying as to uh, what to do and when to do it. Uh, uh, but uh, we got our, uh, Mackenzie's husband, Paul Clark, here, and just recently, he just announced his calling to preach. And I appreciate him. I, well, I've just, uh, ever since I uh, first met Paul, I uh, felt the Lord in him. I just got close to him, and, and uh, so... Uh, I just uh, I just been praying about what to do and when to do. Paul, I just, if you got anything in your heart, I'm just going to turn it over to you right now. Uh, we usually have prayer right now and prayer requests, but Paul, just come on. I just I just uh, I just been uh, Lord, just give me something to do and what to do and when to do it. And, and uh, he said, Well, just get Paul up. Just do what you feel in your heart, buddy. Have your liberty. I thank the Lord for you. Amen. Well, I'm glad I. Uh... I remember a day. That's the that's the best thing. Um, I'm going to read something in Job real quick. You don't have to turn over there with me. Or I'm just going to read something that's been on my mind the last couple of days. And in Job 1, verse 20, it says, Then Job arose and rent his mantle. And he shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. He said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return therein. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed the name of the Lord. I tell you what. Naked am I. Think about what he's saying there. Job had everything taken away from him. Everything. I mean, but he realized that God had given him everything. His wife went against him and said, why don't you just curse God and die? Why not? Because he gave us everything that we should ever want. He gave us a desire in our heart. He gave us there's nothing more than what he wants. And if you don't know the Lord today, then there's, you're in a world of hurt because I'm telling you, if you don't know Jesus in your heart today, you're going to die today and you're going to go to hell and you're going to burn there for eternity. Hell is a real thing. And there's, that's sobering. That is so sobering. And uh, man, I'll tell you what. There's nothing... In the, in the world that I love more than knowing that I'm going to die and I know my wife is going to die and we're both going to go to heaven. But I, I don't know that for all of you today. I don't know your story. I don't know if you have a time. If you can't think, I'm going to tell you the time when I was saved. I don't remember how old I was. I remember it was sometime in May. We had just got done working outside. I came inside and uh, I talked to my mama and uh, she was getting dinner on. And uh, I remember we had a fish couch. My dad had all of his rails, his fly poles up on there. And I remember thinking, I'm going to go to hell right now if I don't ask Jesus in my heart. And all I said, I just cried out to him because I knew that if I didn't have him, I was, I was a goner. 
I asked him into my heart that day, and I don't remember everything I prayed, but all I said is, Lord, I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven with you for eternity. And then right there and then, I had an emotional experience, an out-of-body experience, as you could call it. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Joel. And I was saved. And then later on in my life, I lived my life. I lived a Paul life. I did a Paul life. I went hunting. I went fishing whenever I went. I missed church. I was a good, I was a good Christian, I thought. But one day it took a near-death experience for me to realize that I wasn't nothing. And then when I realized that, Paul's life changed. Did you have a changing life in your day? Do you know what that experience is like? It's funny that he almost has to kill you, Terry, for sometimes you realize that. And I'm so stubborn. Man, I even tried to run from it. I, I did everything. Man, I couldn't do anything I wanted to. I tried to join the Marine Corps. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do anything. I had to go on the road. I'm like, God, why are you taking me on the road? And I met my wife, Mackenzie. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's so, he's so good to me. There's nothing more I'd want than for you to know him today. You know, I don't have to read scripture all day. I can just tell you my testimony, and that's all that I really need to do today. But uh, after I got hurt, I was laying in a bed, and my dad said, boy, I've seen a lot of things in the Marine Corps, but this is pretty bad. I was flayed open. I ran a four-wheeler through a bob-bar fence when I was hunting, and I pretty much had no blood in my body. And uh, they got me to the hospital, and uh, I was laid up, and that doctor was like, whew, I can remember him. And he was, they had me in surgery on the table there, and they were stitching me up. And I just remember my dad saying, boy, the Lord is good. He's a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trusteth in him. And uh, I got depressed right after that because I wanted to play college football, and I wanted to do all these things. And I couldn't do it anymore because I had a neck injury. And I just felt so down, and I felt so just depressed. And uh, it took, it took that near-death experience for me to realize that God wanted something different in my life. And uh, anyway, so uh, I was sitting there, I was running from preaching there for a while too. And uh, you guys, you're getting the first one I've ever done. So uh, I'm I'm, uh, sorry for you. But uh, Today, God is alive, and you can see it. You can hear him when you walk out and you feel the wind. He's alive just by his creation. You know, uh, my dad has been a big uh, help to me in my life. And, uh, you know, there's no one tougher than my dad. I mean, I'm telling you what, he's the toughest man I ever met and the meanest man. I'll tell you what, he was. And, uh, but when I see him read the Bible, he turns to butter and he's soft. And I wanted that. And I want that for our future kids or whatever the case may be. And when I get the Bible, I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty rough guy. I'll tell you how it is. But when I read the Bible, God softens my heart. And uh, he's always done that for me. And my mom named me Paul because she thought I would be humble. But that wasn't the case. So uh, it, it took a stubborn country boy to almost die to realize that he needed to be in church. And he needed to follow the Lord. And he needed to go and do something for his kingdom. Are you doing something for his kingdom today? Are you telling people at work about him? Are you telling people when, you, when you're at the grocery store or anything? I told someone the other day about God and he didn't even know who he was. He had no idea. And that was so humbling to me. Are you talking to people? That is something that you're called to do as a Christian. That is something you're called to do as a, uh, just a believer in God. You know, and... Uh, Matt Kloffenstein, I love him. He was, he was preaching the other day, and uh, 
he had me in a tur- just in a circle. I mean, every time I would look away and I'm thinking, oh, God, you don't want me. You don't want me to preach. And I've been fighting him and I've been fighting him. And he said, Paul, if you don't get up today, I'm never going to have you come up and testify. I'm never going to have you do another thing for me. And I thought, God, you can't do that to me. And Matt said, you know, the only thing you can do is pray. Then you pray, and I tell you what, I'm telling you all those people in that church must have been praying on me. Because I'm telling you, my heart about beat it out of my chest. And all I could say was, here am I, God. Here am I. If you want me to do this, you don't know what you're asking of me. If you want me to do this, I'm going to have to do this till the day I die. And he said, that's what I want from you. And I said, I don't want to do that, God. I, I can't talk good. I'm just a dumb country boy. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know anything. I, I couldn't tell you if I read this whole Bible. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I've read everything in this Bible. I've read a little bit. I just, I just can tell you the surface. But that's going to change because now I have a desire and a want to do that. So, you know, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, I wish you would. And Kenzie, if you could come up and sing for me. <laughs> I would really appreciate that. If you, uh, if you feel God calling to you today, don't be a stubborn son of a gun. I'm telling you, there's hell is real. Hell's real. You listen to the words that she sings. As the sun rose that morning on the day of Job's trials, he woke up to serve God like any other day. Bound and determined to live in God's favor, and nothing would stand in his way. Then the messengers came one by one with their stories. In just a few moments, Job lost all he had. Great wealth and his riches to the health of his body, and even his children were dead. But he said, the Lord giveth, he taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I served him before and I'll serve him today. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Then his wife came before him to voice her opinion. She said, you should end this, just curse God and die. But Job rose from the ashes, and he looked toward the heavens, and brushed back the tears in his eyes. And he said, the Lord giveth, he taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I served him before and I'll serve him today. Blessed be the name of the Um, I, uh, I don't know why I have such a burden today, but I know someone here is not saved. And I'd like to do, I don't, I don't know if you guys do this or not, but I'd like to pray right now. And if you don't know the Lord as your Savior today, I'd like you to just raise your hand or step out. 
And I'll pray for you. I mean that. I'll pray for you. If you don't feel the Spirit today, there's no point in coming up here. Because the only one that can get you to heaven is you and Him. That's all that you can do. You have to have a personal relationship with Him. When He calls you, just come. If you need to come today or you need to come whenever, you can even take someone's hand and just come up here and pray. That's the first step. So let's, uh, I'd like the deacons and everyone to come up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate you. Yes, sir. I appreciate Paul, and I felt the Lord, and I, I've got that same burden he's got this morning. I believe God's speaking to somebody's heart. I believe there's some lost folks here that's uh, needing to come. And uh, I just felt in my heart like just saying a word, like, like just uh, what he's saying and what he's doing is right on the mark. But I just need to add uh, a few words to that. If you're here this morning, and God's calling you. I, I just have one more verse of song before we pray, okay? Uh, just one more verse of song. Somebody needs to come. Now, if you're saved and you're just not where you need to be with the Lord, you need to get things right, you come. If you're lost and you need to come and get saved, come. i tell you what. If I was lost this morning and I could feel just a tiny touch of God's Holy Spirit, I would want to come and use that Spirit and get saved. I, I, my experience like uh, like Carl's was this morning, like Paul's uh, told you about, I was lost. I felt so destitute. I felt so in trouble. But when God spoke to my soul, he took care of all of it. And so while, while, while they sang, just one verse, and then we'll have that prayer Paul was talking about. Somebody needs to come. Let's pray about this this morning. We're going to pray anyhow. You might as well be part of this prayer. Would you just come? Just come. Well, I appreciate what I feel this morning. You might need you might need to just get your life straightened up. You might need some help. Maybe you're even maybe you're wrestling about joining this church. God can give you the answer. If you'd like to come and pray, we'll pray with you. Somebody needs to come. Well, I appreciate what God gave Paul this morning. And I believe God's really speaking to some hearts. Please come. Please come right now, right here. Why not? Obey the Lord. God's surely calling. You want to say something else before we pray? Go ahead. It's good to be in the Lord's house. Amen. I tell you what, I, I felt this presence today. Amen. But I know one of y'all are in there, Amen. and you're lost and undone. And uh, we're going to pray for you right now. Yeah, That's buddy. what we're going to do. Yes, sir. And... Uh, I hope God burns you up inside. Yeah, I really do. I pray for you that. So uh, let's just go ahead and pray right now. to do is if anyone uh, has a song or a, a testimony that they would uh, like to share, uh, we, we can do that today. If anyone does, anyone at all, you just, you just let me know. Anyone at all. It doesn't have to be anything. 
I know that someone needs to be saved today. That, Amen. Amen. Yeah. 
appreciate that song, appreciate this movement, and what this cool say was on. I gotta say, when I was a little girl, Dally Thomas is my Sunday school teacher. She remembers it so well. Um, Linda, when you sing this song this morning, how great the art. Yeah, just shook me because I remember that song being played at my Granny Mason's funeral. Yeah. I have been dealing with this for you know, a long time. Um, when Carl was talking about my grandpa Mason, yeah. I know he passed away on the church steps yeah. six years before yeah, I was born. Yep. Even though I never got to meet him, you know, I'm still receiving from his legacy that he left behind. Because I've all heard all the stories about how much yeah. he loved the Lord. I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. As much as I would want him to be proud of me, sure. I want the Lord to be pleased with me. Amen. Now I know how I fail him daily. Help. And that's why I had to come up just to make things right with him. Amen. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Thank the Lord yes. for that. Appreciate you. really good we appreciate that, all that testimony and everything you know when uh, Samuel got called he went to his to Isaac and he said I don't I don't hear anything I don't hear anyone calling me he said well go back and sit there and you know say Lord here am I right he said, speak, Lord, your servant heareth. Are you going to hear him today? I don't have anything else for you today. But when you go home throughout this week, I want you to, I want you to think. Am I living for God? Am I, doing, am I doing right? You know, God says your works are like filthy rags. So there's nothing you can do. It has to be all through him. So um, I'd ask, like to ask Brother Jordan to dismiss us, and if anyone has anything else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Turn it over to you, brother. So I'm new to this. I don't know what's going on here. So I'll turn it over to him. You're doing good. You're doing good. I appreciate, I appreciate Paul. I appreciate how the Lord used him this morning. appreciate this good meeting. appreciate the move. And anything else on anybody's heart before we turn over for the announcements? All right, we'll turn over for the announcements. Okay, the only thing I've got, we've still got this ring uh, that somebody lost. I'm just going to take this to the back as I go. Uh, and uh, we'll leave that back there so anybody can take a look at that. And I know we've got another ordained men's meeting this coming Saturday at 9 right in your office. Okay. We're going to be having our guys day on February the 12th. Uh, we're going to be meeting over here at the church at uh, 8 a.m. And then we're going to have a discussion, have some donuts and things, and then we're going to be uh, going to Top Golf. Uh, that's going to be five dollars per person, and the youth group will cover the rest. Everybody's welcome, uh, sixth grade and up, and uh, anybody younger would just need to come with a parent. Uh, if you plan on coming, I'd ask for you to let me know. Uh, you can text me or come tell me in person and let me know so we know how many lanes to reserve there. Uh, don't worry about being too cold. They got big furnaces and things that run, and it keeps you really warm. We were just there in December, and it was very, very comfortable, even without a coat on. So come and join us. If you can just be there for discussions, or if you can just be there for Top Golf, either one, just come be with us. And we'll have a good day. We do this every year. It's really fun. Uh, and I'd also like to let everyone know that uh, our association minute books are available out in the foyer. We do have youth group today, so that's for all ages. Um, the younger youth will stay until 3, and the big kids will stay all day. Um, and we're having subs, and there's like a bunch of other um, junk food out there. So it'll be a 
good meal. Um, and then also the girls' day will be the same day as the guys' day, so that'll be February 12th. We're not meeting until 9, though. I'm nicer and letting everybody sleep a little bit longer. So <laughs> we're going to meet at 9 a.m., and we're going to meet at a coffee shop here in town. I'm not really sure which one, so I'll let you know. Um, but we're going to have a little Bible study, and then we're going to go to Columbus and go shopping, and um, we're going to go to Top Golf as well, but we're just not going to go for as long. I think they're doing two hours, and we're just going to do an hour. So um, you'll just want to bring money to shop with and um, also to eat on because um, I'm sure we'll hit up a good steakhouse or something. So it'll be a really good time. So it is sixth grade and older, but um, like he said, if you're younger than the sixth grade and your parent wants to come too, that's wonderful. If you're a young adult or even an older adult and you want to come and join us, we normally have a really good time, so I'm looking forward to it. So remember that. Anybody else have an announcement or anything on your heart to say before we come to close? I want to thank the Lord for the service today. Uh, everything that's been done. Appreciate Brother Paul following the Lord. Appreciate how the Lord used him. Let's keep praying for him. And, uh, boy, I just appreciate him so much. And appreciate everybody cheer this morning. Wonderful crowd. Come back tonight at 6 o'clock if you can and pray, pray, pray. Now, need to make an announcement. Uh, uh, I think most of you know by now. I think it went out on a one call, but uh, Sister Joe, we call her Joe, Sister uh, uh, Joyce Williams uh, passed away. And uh, her funeral is going to be Tuesday at what used to be Cypher's, still called Hanneman Cypher's now, I think. And uh, I believe uh, the viewing starts at... Uh, 11 o'clock and the funeral's at 1 o'clock and uh, really pray they've asked me to preach that funeral they said if it'd be possible I talked to Brother Tony and he said if it'd be possible said if some folks from church come said we'd sure like from the same couple songs uh, at least a couple songs and so uh, if we got folks there to sing that'd be wonderful but really pray for that service and pray for that family and anything else now if not we'll ask everybody seated to stand I'm going to ask Brother Solly if he'll pray a dismissal.